TH Glee, the show where we get high and watch Glee. I'm Courtney, and I've never seen all of Glee. And I'm Elise, and Glee was my entire personality back in the day. I know for the listeners, we are both consuming weed legally and are allowed to have it, so if it is not legal in your area or you are not of legal age to consume it, please don't. And yes, we will be trashing Will Schuster in every episode. Please enjoy this, and hi us, take it away. <laughs> We're back. TH Glee. Season one, episode 20. 20! 20! We've done 20. And we finally heard Mr. Shoes say a single word in Spanish. Yes. He said, Siete. Siete. Por favor. He didn't even say por favor. This is a good episode. It is a good episode. <laughs> I'll say, I think it was better because it really stayed focused. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm focused. Are you? What? I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just laughing because I'm high. I'm not laughing at you. Oh, okay. Because I'm fully playing a game on my phone right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> taking a dig at you i had no idea yeah i was like oh she knows <laughs> um no i was being serious i think that this episode was really focused and i think that that's why it was good yeah i'm i'm paying attention just close my door um yeah i i enjoyed this episode i like that it was vaguely lady gaga themed yeah but it's kind of the worst way because <laughs> this it really is amazing because, um, like, Lady Gaga, the fact that she was at this level of icon status really only, like, a year into her career is kind yeah. of a big deal because, like, now looking back on it, like, 10-plus years later, it's mm-hmm. like, wow, she's only become more of an icon since this time. And to see how they're doing Lady Gaga be, like, so narrow – Mm-hmm. in the scope of her like whole career now it was really interesting yeah because we were like oh they, they, there were so many other better lady gaga songs they could do excuse you sir um <laughs> and then we were like oh shit none of those were out yet <laughs> well i think they could have done i like that they did bad romance i think that they bad romance done, was good. you know well i guess the other one was poker face and so for the context of that there's very few that was out that would have worked but I think it would have made so much more sense if they sang Speechless. Yeah. But it wasn't as big of a hit. They could have just done Just Dance, even. It would have been... It wouldn't have worked, but it would have been more appropriate. Number they did. Fun as like a slow jazz number. Oh my god, the Poker Face number was so long. It was so long. It just would not end. It was... So it was long. probably two minutes total, and we're just really high. But it felt like an eternity. It was the entire song, though. <laughs> it was so long. 
and and not only was it the entire song, but it was like stretched out to have these like long fermata notes and yeah. to like have runs in places where there weren't runs. They're like, we need to make this song as long as humanly possible. <laughs> Why don't they just do Alejandro? <laughs> Again, I think it would have been better. <laughs> yeah. I'm like looking at the Fame Monster songs. Yeah. What should they have done differently? <laughs> <laughs> Telephone. Take a bad map. They'd be like, take a bad map. Baby girl. Really, I feel like paparazzi's the only one that like might fit that aesthetic. Did you like my joke of how they would <laughs> yes i do like the joke so i guess we should talk about what the episode is fucking about um okay oh my god there's a new bob ross happy accidents of trail and greed what is that sorry is this no, sorry what your netflix is showing yeah, you it's just showing me like, some, like scandalous bob Ro- bob ross documentary coming out wednesday which is wow it wow. hasn't shown me that. It just shows me like all the Taylor Swift stuff over and over again because it knows it, that's what I'm here for. It knows what you want. Yeah. Um, okay, so this episode, so Rachel figures out that vocal adrenaline is doing gaga. And so everyone's like, fuck, we're fucked because they're doing gaga. But no, before that, it starts with. That shoot. is what it's like, though. <laughs> yeah. It starts with Shu and Tina in the principal's office because Figgins yes. is like, Tina, you cannot dress goth anymore. Because Figgins of thinks Twilight. that vampires are real and he's terrified that her promoting the goth lifestyle will like bring vampires to the school. I don't know. Yeah, because of Twilight. Like we get a Yeah, big- we get a very funny scene of like some Twilight girls, including Lauren Zeises, who I appreciate is just in like every club at the school. Yeah. And they're like all wearing Team Edward shirts and they like bite Jacob Ben Israel on the neck. Was this they're like this will get Robert Pattinson's attention? This must have been after New Moon then. Um oh, for, well look, not the movie. The book was I New Moon I I read <laughs> I oh, read all of Twilight in middle school. Yeah, this one all the books were out, but I think only the first movie was out. I don't I don't know. It depends on how much credit you want to give Ryan Murphy. I don't know. I just, I'm like trying to clock why there was a Team Edward thing already, but like clearly, I don't know. Maybe Jacob is a big deal at that point. I don't remember the timeline. The Moon was released in 2009, and I believe by now it was 2010. So. Okay. Then New Moon was out. Okay. Yes. We've solved the mystery. Everybody, you can sleep easy tonight. We figured it out. You tracked the Twilight timeline. Tina has to come up with a new style and that's when everyone in the Glee Club is trying to like help her come up with a new style because she's not because they dress coded her for being goth, which is stupid. Mm-hmm. And then Rachel runs in and is like, Vocal adrenaline is doing gaga and then everyone's like, Well we're fucked and then Mr. Shu says the assignment this week is to do gaga and so <laughs> they're doing gaga. And then they Quinn, Mercedes, and Rachel go to Vocal Adrenaline's rehearsal and they're and Vocal Adrenaline is all dressed up in the red, like, bad romance music video style. Very Nina Bonina Brown season nine premiere. Yes. <laughs> and then they're not doing it good enough. So Adina Menzel says, I'm going to show you theatricality. She says, theatricality. And then he, 
in order to show off her theatricality. She's a funny girl. <laughs> From Funny Girl. <laughs> From Funny Girl. As vocal adrenaline's just like in these costumes watching. And Rachel <laughs> at that moment realizes that Adina Menzel is her mom. And they have she like goes a- up to her at the end of the song and is like, like in front of everyone. Like vocal the adrenaline, yes. She's like, Miss Corcoran, I'm Rachel Berry. I'm your daughter. <laughs> Like imagine being a member of Vocal Adrenaline and finding out that your friend Jesse's annoying girlfriend who you're competing against is your coach's daughter. Yeah. Uh, so they have like a dramatic conversation where Adina Menzel, who orchestrated all of this and wanted this to happen. She, she 100% insisted that she find her. That Then says, never mind. We can't do this. I'll maybe call you later. It's so leaving, fucked up, you guys. Leaving Rachel to be heartbroken. And so the next day, they all come to school dressed in their Lady Gaga outfits. Kurt gets bullied. Oh, because Kurt and Finn... Finn so Finn's mom and Kurt's dad decide that they're going to all move in together. And Kurt and Finn have to share a room for some reason. <laughs> it's unclear why. But this prompts Finn to be very mad at Kurt because he doesn't want to be gay. And like... Finn, in all his dumbness, has somehow figured out Kurt's master plan of, like, getting them together by moving their parents in together somehow. I don't know. So, Kurt is getting bullied because of how he's dressing, and then Finn starts getting bullied because of how Kurt's dressing, because somehow everyone knows that their parents are moved in together now. Mm -hmm. And then they sing Bad Romance, and then Rachel goes to Andy Menzel in her shitty costume because they're all dressed up in like iconic Lady Gaga costumes uh, at the time. Yeah. Um, Rachel's got like a Muppet costume. And she, yeah, it's like the one where uh, Lady Gaga wore all those Kermits. Yeah, the Kermits. Yeah, except hers were just like random toys. Yeah, they look like a bunch of Beanie Babies. So, I want yeah. that Kermit dress. It looks fun. I bet you can make that really easily. <sighs> Find really easily though. If you buy a bunch of tiny Kermits and then painstakingly sew them together, spend hours of your free time <laughs> sewing them together. Anyways, Adina and then Rachel's like, "I need a mom," and then Adina and Zill like quickly just whips up a beautiful Lady Gaga outfit for Rachel. Yeah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> and then. They're all just, like, hanging out in these outfits for all week. And then the boys, because they don't want to do Gaga, because it's gay or whatever, do Kiss instead, because that's less gay. (laughs) Finn still gets, like, attacked by Karofsky and Azimio, even for the Kiss makeup, though. Yeah, and then, like, Kurt and Finn are, like, in Kurt's bedroom, and Finn's just trying to get his makeup off, and he gets all pissed off. And walks away and then Kurt redoes the bedroom in like a Moroccan theme mm-hmm. and then we get the infamous Finn calling things the F slur mm-hmm. like monologue and then Kurt's dad coming in going hey hey you can't use that word here you need to get oh my out. god the speech he gives Finn in his ice cold like fury over this is so good <laughs> And then, like, it's he incredible. <laughs> kicks Finn out 
And it's like, you can't stay here if you're going to act like this. And then he like does, he goes to walk away and like dramatically reaches back and like puts a arm on Kurt's shoulder and Kurt like gently touches his fingers as he's crying. And then they all just like walk away. It's very dramatic. (laughs) And then like Kurt is still getting bullied. And so well, we'll get to that. First, Adina Menzel talks to Mr. Shu, who's barely in this episode, thank God, and, like, confesses that she can never have kids again, but she really wants a baby girl, but she doesn't want a teenager. And it's like, okay, you worked so hard to have Rachel figure out that you're her mom, and now you want nothing to do with her because you can't have her? And then she says it's she so tried stupid. to get her baby back, and it's like, you literally signed up you to literally have somebody can't else do that. Baby. It's not a thing. There is literally no legal avenue for you to do that. None. It's, just, it's so fucking dumb. Zero legal avenue to do that. That is not how anything works. Yeah. And so Mr. She was like, well, you need to tell Rachel that because she's not strong like you are or whatever. Because she's a child. Because she's literally 16. And then. If that. <laughs> if that. And then Rachel is in the auditorium and. Adina and Mazel comes in and they sing poker face together after she gives her a cup with a gold star on it. Oh God. And this sucked. It's just the longest version of poker face ever made. Sonically, of course they sound wonderful. They both are incredibly talented. However, as a performance, as an experience, as a story, it's so terrible. You're singing Poker Face with your daughter. It's so bad. And they, like, harmonize on the bluffing with my muffin part. And it's just, like, for the love of God. It's just the cringiest fucking thing ever made. And, yeah. And then, like, so that's kind of resolved for now, I guess, or something. And yes. so they, go to all, they all go to Glee Club dressed up in their Kiss slash Gaga outfits, and they're all like, so Mr. Shu, what was the lesson for the week? And he's like, I don't know. This episode was, a, like, a little too self-aware. Because also, when they go to sing Get poker ready face, for that to only get more annoying. <laughs> when they go to sing Poker Face, like, Rachel's like, Do you, will you sing a song with me? And Adina sings, yes. And she goes, Brian, he's always just around. And he Brad. comes out of the bush. His name Brad. is Brad. Brad, whatever. Ryan. Whatever. I was thinking of Brian Ryan. Brad. <laughs> you, you weren't far off. It's okay. Brad was just, like, lurking in the shadows and comes out and somehow knows this, like, jazzy, slow version of Poker Face. <laughs> and then, so they all, nobody knows the lesson for the week. And then Kurt's getting bullied again. And Finn stops him while wearing a like a red pleather dress. And it's everything kind else. of like what Lady Gaga wore. Um, I'm sure she also wore it in like Monster Ball, but it looked like uh, I think what she wore to meet the Queen. Oh, okay. I want to know if I have that right. Um, but like. All of the Glee Club. Yes, it's exactly what Lady Gaga wore to meet the Queen. I'm so proud of myself for remembering that. Look at you. That was a long ass time ago. Fashion. Um, so they all they all stop Karaski and the other guy from beating up Kurt, and then I guess Finn and Kurt are fine now. I don't know. 
nothing nothing happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I would say the main things that actually happen is so Rachel knows who her mom is and mm-hmm. we know more about Shelby mm-hmm. Finn and Kurt are kind of on thin ice it's kind of hard to tell yeah oh well Puck oh Puck. like <laughs> I forgot there was Quinn and Puck stuff in this episode too. So Quinn is mad at Puck because Puck wants to name the baby Jack Daniels. And Quinn is like, I'm not keeping it. We're not giving it a name. Like, shut up. And mm-hmm. so in order to win Quinn over, he sings Beth. Beth, I hear you coming. Not I can't. I personally don't get why Quinn was so moved by this. I don't either, because we all know Puck is just a certified jackass, no matter Well, and then the song is also about, like, how hard it is to be an absent father. Yeah. As opposed to, like, being like, I won't be an absent father. It's like, I'll still be an absent father, but I'll be sad about it. (laughs) I guess it makes sense for the situation, because he knows she's not keeping the baby. So, like, he can't. But he basically, they sing, all the boys sing that song, and then... Quinn's crying and he's like I want to I think we should name the baby Beth and I I want to be there when she's born and so she says okay which I feel like we'll play later when she actually has to give birth during regionals (laughs) yeah Um, Um, but yeah I mean I feel like those are the only real things that are carrying over that weren't that way at the beginning yeah um Take a shot every time they say theatrical in this episode. Oh my god, you will get fucking blackout. <laughs> You're gonna die. Um, okay, so what songs were there? There was Funny Girl from Funny Girl. Bad Romance. Bad Romance. Shout It Out Loud. Shout It. Poker Face. Beth. That's it? That's it. I think that's it. Okay, a solid five songs this time. Poker Face was about three songs long, though. <laughs> oh man you know what i liked about bad romance everyone got to sing yeah santana because britney doesn't solo. sing until season two episode two but yeah santana got a fun solo um i think i think only britney and mercedes didn't really sing on it everyone else did kurt quinn yeah. santana uh oh rachel didn't really sing on it either, no but she was also sad that day so tina got a big part yeah this was i like that about it i like that it, we start with tina in this episode we, we're getting more tina lately and i'm okay with it i like that we got more tina in this and it wasn't tied to anyone else it was just an independent yeah. tina story <laughs> yeah just a few more hours so what was your favorite song Bad romance, probably. Yeah, I think that's mine, too. Just because, like, the outfits were fun. Santana looked hot. Um, Santana looked smoking, okay? What was... I wanted to ask you this while we were watching. Um, what was your favorite Lady Gaga look? Um, I really like Santana's. <laughs> Brittany had the lobster glasses, which were really fun. I love it. And I, I loved how Quinn... Because she was doing one of my personal favorite Lady Gaga looks, which was her, mm-hmm. like grammys look yeah um but it was pink instead of that kind of like pearlescent purpley white 
Mm-hmm. Um, and she had these really long eyelashes. Yeah, that looked impossible <laughs> to like see. They were it. definitely not part of the original look. It was just like, how can we crazy this up a little? And they just gave her these like, these like six inch long eyelashes. Like feather pink eyelashes. Yeah, and so when she was crying during Beth, it like went through her eyelashes onto her like face. a little droopy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also really liked Rachel's second Gaga look. Me the too. Triangle. That one was very fun. Yeah, that was very Just Dance. Yeah. And very Poker Face. Very Poker Face. So, uh, the vocal adrenaline uh, looks were pretty fun with the, the Bad Romance music video. Like, yeah. red look. Weird that they were the ones doing Bad Romance, and yet they chose to also do Bad Romance. Also, where was Jesse this week, huh? I thought for sure that he was going to be under the, one of those red red hoods, but he was not. <laughs> well, and uh, as of the previous episode, he was still in New Directions, so. He's not on spring break anymore. That's right. What the fuck? Yeah. This is what I'm talking about when I say things with Jesse get very difficult to understand in the last chunk of the season would he have been in the kiss song or lady Ga- he would have done gaga yeah because he's not afraid he's not <laughs> insecure in his manliness he's like yeah it's fine i'll do whatever also i feel like jesse would be into gaga of course like i know he's straight but he's probably bi- anyone it would be into gaga as long as they aren't fragile you know because then they can just recognize art is art you know yeah art pop this was pop weird. culture was in art now arts and pop culture and me they do that song mm-hmm. i forgot to tell you that that they do applause i think don't I they think do telephone? do they do telephone yeah hello hello, Season hello, two, episode one. hello 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 one thing that i kind of i feel like i kind of got what they were well not necessarily what they were going for but on the sort of snapshot that they were able to capture with this episode mm-hmm. is with the Finn and Kurt storyline. I feel like I kind of was picking up on this before, but it's not just like a snapshot of what it was like with more open homophobia, mm-hmm. but what it was like being in that like transition period where mm-hmm. things were starting to change and really pick up steam and there was this huge pushback against it and it was kind of like the last stand of that particular... Uh, obviously, homophobia still exists, but of this kind of pervasive, unavoidable, yeah. you know... Like, before the corporations got in on it. The corporations were still publicly anti-gay back then and mm-hmm. they're not now. You know what I mean? Like, it's that sort of... <laughs> am I am I making sense? I don't no, know. No, it makes sense. I, I'm just thinking, like, yeah, it is weird because in in that speech, Kurt's dad is like, "I thought you kids were like being different." That's what made me think about um, it. And then Finn's like, "I am different. I am. I'm not. I'm not like that. I wasn't saying that about him." And his and Kurt's dad is like, "No, but you were saying it at, like in his presence." And Kurt's like, "Well, I didn't take I mean, it no, that there's, way." There's. I think. I think Bert's point was also that. There's no way for you to divide or, like, disengage um, that word from his identity. 
Yeah. So even if you're only using it to describe an object, you can't do that without also describing him. Yeah. You know? I think that's what he was getting at. And I thought it was so well done. And it really struck me as, yeah, this is right now a story about, you know, growing up in a time where you like to think that you're better than like the people with the bad views, but it's still so ingrained in you and kind of coming to terms with this like rapid fire social change. Yeah. Cause I, I definitely remember being in high school in 2010 and like using gay as like a, a slur for something that being bad, you know, like well, it, it was just so fucking normal. Yeah. And like, I, I never did that, but like, I'd heard plenty of people do it, you know? Yeah. I, I was friends with a bunch of dudes in high school mm-hmm. and they, that's how they talked. <laughs> like, it's not good, but it's like, well, it's happened. just, it's not like you would never see that happen on TV today. You would never no. see. And no. it's because, you know, back when this show was on, it was allowed. And like, you could just say it unironically without the critical eye that Glee has, you know? Yeah. It could just be presented as like normal. And it was like, absolutely everywhere and that's that's kind of what i think (laughs) baby queers don't quite appreciate (laughs) yeah well because like when you grow up in that time and now it's being like romanticized (laughs) i saw a tiktok today (laughs) someone was like stop romanticizing the years 2006 to 2010 they were awful they were not good you guys and the tiktok was talking about we use this language every day to describe everything it was just what we did (laughs) not like we personally but we as a collective you know it was what like a pretty significant portion of the population did yeah and like it was a bad time 2008 was a bad time there were calls to boycott glee over its gay content you guys yeah 11 years ago that's not that long ago it's really it's like, recent. Gay marriage wasn't legal until 2015. It wasn't legal for the vast majority of the time that Glee was on. Yeah. I think even when... I'm trying to remember. What year did Glee end? 2015? I, I think so. Yeah, I think even when the gay couples on the show get married they go to another state to do it because it's still not legal in Ohio. Yeah. Like that's how recent this was. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I, I, yeah, it's just stop romanticizing 2009. It wasn't a fun time. (laughs) I understand that things are getting worse in many ways. And I understand (laughs) the nostalgia for like the aesthetic of it's mostly the aesthetic of like scene, emo, goth, like, Ooh, it's fun. It's different. But it's like, it wasn't, like, we, we see how Tina dresses. Like, it's not cute anymore, guys. <laughs> that was what it was at the time. But, like, now, really, it's not, like, Hot Topic isn't great anymore. <laughs> Make Hot Topic great. <laughs> oh but, my yeah, God. I don't know. This episode did go very deep on the, the gay commentary, for sure. Also, I, I thought it was really well done. We're gonna be keep. We're gonna keep reminding Grayson that um, he was wrong when he said "Run, Joy, Run" is the worst song they did on Glee, because Pokerface yeah. is really up there right now. <laughs> Pokerface, Poker Face, 
Of well, okay, it's like every Mr. Shoe number and then probably poker face. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we're gonna have to make a list as we keep going of like worst songs done in glee. <laughs> yeah. Cause uh Toxic has to be number one though. Just for the know. like the cringe of it. Like it is it good? Maybe. Is it cringy? The cringiest. <laughs> I don't know. Mr. Shu singing to Rachel when Rachel had a crush on him was also very cringy. Ooh, that one was also gross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say we could do this after every season, but I think because we're almost at the end of this season, that is not going to happen. So maybe when we're done with like the whole project yeah. uh, or when we are at, at like the halfway point or something, we should do like a Glee Awards. Yes. Glee Awards. I mean, we and they can be like, like, the nominees are, and list like six things for every category and be like, the winner is. Oh my God, that'd be really fun. We could still do it. We, we haven't released a single episode to this point yet. It's going to take us a I know. I just, it would take so much of our time and, you know, I want to keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost in well, my favorite want, season. If you want us to do the Glee Awards for seasons one and two combined, um, let us know. We could also do retroactive season one. We, you know, the, the technology's yeah. out there, but. Follow us on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> what was your, Did you say your favorite song was about romance? Yeah. I also, I hate that Finn at every turn is just like, we can't do that because that's girl music. We have to do guy music. It's so bad. It's so bad. This is why I don't understand why people think that Finn was, like, the good guy. Because, like, he's so fucking he's fragile. He's the villain. Finn is the villain. He's the villain. <laughs> One time, my mom and I had a conversation about Glee. And she told me that Sue was the true hero of Glee. And I was like, excuse me, Blaine was the true hero of Glee. And she was like, Sue always pushed them to make them better. And I was like, okay, Blaine saying, raise your glass. (laughs) Second mate. (laughs) Blaine saying, raise your glass. Oh my god. Put that on a fucking t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Should we make merch? Oh, hell yeah. Do you yeah. want a shirt that says Blaine saying, raise your glass? Check in, mate. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid. <sighs> I want a shirt that says future us, take it away. <laughs> oh. If you want that shirt, let us know. We'll work on it. Oh, yeah. We have a friend who will make it for us. <laughs> Dude, I know I texted you this, but just so everybody knows, last night I told Rick about Future Us Take It Away, and he is unironically into it. He thinks it's really cute. Thank you, Rick, for being on my side. <laughs> Shout out to Rick, our number well, one. Anyway, we slept in two separate beds last night. Um, <laughs> I also joke. finally... That was a joke, we slept in the same bed. <laughs> I have also finally wrote our intros and outros, and you just sent me a text that said, nice intros and outros. <laughs> I was pretty drunk at that point, I'll be honest. Oh my god. And I was, like, half asleep. Yeah. Uh, 
What ep- we actually talked about Glee for most of this episode for once. I know. <laughs> Look you at us. Really liked it. There was just a lot to say about this one for once. They like actually moved the plot forward. Like think big things were happening. Like, well, we're really close to the end now. Yeah. You said the last three episodes were really, like, moving, chugging, whatever. Yeah. I mean, whether I like them or not, they certainly do move and chug. <laughs> move and or chug. Yeah. <laughs> I like to chug it, chug it. <laughs> oh, they should have done that song on Glee. I like to move it, move it. Frankly, I'm surprised they didn't. I, mean, I could have seen them doing that. What is the meaniest song they did? Is it What Does the Fox Say? Yeah, that in Gangnam Style. Yeah. There were so there I mean they did lots of songs just because they were popular for like twenty seconds. Yeah, I feel like there were a lot of meanie songs they could have done if they cared enough and like especially to the, I think the, they actually technically did the Harlem Shake. Oh god. I forgot that existed. I forgot that you existed. <laughs> and I thought that it would kill me, but it didn't. Um, you Take a shot every time Elise brings up Taylor Swift. Speaking of Taylor Swift, last night I was like going through my brain um, after we were trying done. Trying to watching. figure out what it was? I, no, trying to figure out what other Taylor Swift songs I know. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I think I named most Did of them. Did you come up with any? Speak Now? Is that one? Yes. What's the Romeo? That's also the name of an album. What's the Romeo and Juliet song? What's that one called? Love Story. Love Story. I know that one. <laughs> I don't know the name of it. <laughs> if I had my feet to the fire, I could probably legitimately, not in order, but uh, name every Taylor Swift song that's like on a studio album. I probably could. I don't think I can do that with any artist in my defense. Well, I, I did a project recently and it was just purely for my own entertainment. It was, it was, I say it was a project, but it was like a very personal project. It was only for fun. I decided that I was going to listen to every Taylor Swift song in my iTunes library, start to finish and give it a score out of 10 and, uh, and then do stuff with that data. And so in doing that, I really, uh, nailed most of her material in my brain and i also with my stimulus money bought every single taylor swift album on vinyl on ebay or from uh her store of course you did listen most of them are going to be out of print now these are going to be collector's items i mean they're going to be worth something when she releases her versions of everything too exactly that's my point yeah you know, six of her albums are, like I said, they're eventually probably going to be out of print. So nice. Um, yeah, these are three of like the six vinyls I own, and it's Chromatica, Trixie Mattel, and uh, Florence and the Machine. I could probably name all the songs on the on that album, the Lungs, if I had to. I can't think of them right now, but I've listened to that album a gajillion times. Yeah, with any album like that, you really start to. I think I can name. Sink in. I think I can name every song on Chromatica just because I have legitimately listened to Chromatica a billion times. It's been so long since I listened to the whole thing and not just my favorite tracks that I don't know even know if I could do that, which is sad. It's like Chromatica One, Alice, Stupid Love, Rain on Me, Free Woman, Fun Tonight. Uh, I'm gonna go out of order. Sour candy, classic doll, 
It's chromatic attuned to nine one one. Yes. Uh, thousand doves, sign from above. Uh, Babylon. Babylon's Am I missing one? No, I think that's all of them. Babylon's the last one. So it's I know that. Chromatica went into Alice, into um, Stupid Love, Rain on Me, Free Woman, Chromatica 2, 911. Fun Tonight? Fun Tonight. I don't think you said Fun Tonight. Sour I did Cup say Fun Tonight. Sign, up, sign from Above, and then Babylon is last. You forgot Plastic uh, <laughs> Plastic Doll. Where's Plastic Doll? It's somewhere around 911. I think it's after Sour Candy. I don't... <laughs> I don't remember. Welcome to Chromatica cast, everybody. Well, my food is arriving, so maybe we should wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, I want to order food. <laughs> so thank you, everyone, for listening to another wonderful episode of Teach Clee. We're almost done with season one. So I'm keep so going. happy. And um, <laughs> future us, take it away. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of TH Glee. If you like this episode, you can give it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to see more from us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at THGlee420. If you want to hear more of my voice, you can check out Pumping Up the Podcast, a Hannah Montana podcast, or follow me on Twitter at LovelyLacy. And if you want to hear more of my voice, you can listen to Ramsey's recaps and trailer trash, or follow me on Twitter at MortySile. And until next time, don't stop believing. Oh my god.